previously on Coupled with Chaos personal podcast. What would you think the coyote would do with a squirrel that it killed? Eat it. Squirrels aren't like our little dog that just kill it and bring it to us. Right. Or leave its entrails. They're not spending the time or effort. They're not practicing. Just to kill it. Right. Yeah, we're in training. This is training season for the coyotes. We're practicing. So they're just kind of, it's like spring training for baseball. We're teaching the cubs. They're not hungry, but we're just trying to teach them how to kill. Uh Uh-huh. So that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's just a sport. We we got it. We caught it, and we're going to throw it. We're going to throw it back. Yeah, it's a catch and release yeah. program. No, I'm Steve, and I'm Kelly, and this is coupled with chaos. I feel like a failure today. <laughs> I've been wrestling a contraption from what's the year of our Victrola? Nineteen twelve. How long have we had this thing? Um. Almost two years. So two years we've had a Victrola. And if you don't know what a Victrola is. I'm assuming you're listening to this podcast because you're not offended by old people. Technically, that is a brand name like Kleenex, which has become synonymous with what the item actually is. Were you a Wikipedia? I'm just telling you. Okay. That's how that works. So a Victrola is, you want to explain what a Victrola is to the kids listening? It's a phonograph. So it is a... Cranked. The early ones were not electric. Shortly after our model, they did do an electric version. Hmm. But it is a spring-motored turntable. And by spring, I'm going to say hardened steel coiled into a cone or into a, a um, I Coil. guess, a cup. Like a barrel. Or a series of cups. Mm-hmm. So I have been wrestling that since, I think, Monday. Well, not so much since Monday, but really today. And I have failed at this point. I've troubleshot. I'm 95% of the way into fixing this 1919. 1912. Why do I, where do I get 1919 from? I don't from? know. You're, Am I just old? And old I don't and, remember. Yeah. So this phonograph is from 1912. It's a crank style record player. Mm-hmm. Phonograph player. So you came across how many records? Over 500 shellac 78 RPM records. Mm. And it was about 500 single ones and then 15 box sets. And I'm just going to say it came from an estate because how else do you come up with this many poorly cared for Victrola records? Yeah, I would say 25% of them are destroyed, right? That you came across. So while playing some of them on Monday. Just started. We were on like the third record. Our our Victrola sprung, I guess <laughs> is what you could say. And it it began, it was like poltergeist. It so had you crank one, this thing forward yeah, it and it po- slowly rotates backwards, plays the, re- plays the phonograph. Mm-hmm. And so it, the first one I did, um, it began to come back fast at me mm-hmm. and you were yelling at me well, not yelling at me but you were saying you're spinning it in the wrong direction and i was trying to tell you i'm not spinning it in the wrong direction it's doing it on its own and if i let go something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. and i don't think you heard me or you know sometimes we're speaking sometimes at each other in a crisis mm-hmm. 
But you're repeatedly saying, don't spin it backwards. And yeah, I'm because like, I'm- you had it in your hand, you were turning it. I had not seen it spin by itself, so I didn't know that part. So You after- called me into the room and said, do you need to wind this some more? Or can you show me how to do it? Because I normally wind it. And then... I saw you turning it the wrong direction. Like, what are you doing? Don't turn it that way. So, yeah. I was holding it to keep it from spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. And so I think after three or four times, you – I'm not saying you didn't believe me, but to you, the visual would have been I'm spinning it in the opposite direction. And so I let go of it to let you see that I'm not. And when I did that, it probably went at, I'm going to say, Warp speed. <laughs> yeah, 30 miles an hour or whatever. And it then smashed my my hand enough to bruise my thumb. <laughs> I mean, I'm old, so I'm frail. And these things happen to old people. So whatever minute thing had gone wrong uh, that caused the the crank to disengage. When it spun backwards really fast, that like pop, popped out the pin in the shaft and then it completely unwound super fast. And then one of the springs uh, disengaged from the shaft and it was just a nightmare then. There were parts flying It was out of inside. control. It was yeah. literally like a cartoon. Yeah. So I've been working on that. We, The great thing is, is that you find people. It's wonderful. We, we kind of criticize Reddit repeatedly for whatever it is. But there are good people. We've come across some good people yes. who, who then work on helpful. and restore these. And, and, you know, I'm somewhat mechanically inclined. And and so we found somebody. We've kind of troubleshot some things, and I fixed most of it. I, I'm kind of one step away from having the whole thing done. Quite an incredible contraption that these Victrola motors are. Yeah. The first thing I did was join the phonograph group on Reddit. And then – because Reddit really can be a wealth of resources for a problem because there's so many people there. Mm. And, and the groups are so specific. And so whatever it is you want to chat about, there's a group for it and plenty of people in it. So I went to that group and I posted what had happened. And immediately this guy chimes up and says, I am more than willing to switch to a direct chat outside of the He didn't the send any group. pictures of himself in no, underwear working on it. No, a, a Reddit private chat. Well, that's good. So that we can exchange photographs of the motor and you can show me what it's doing and then i can probably just visually diagnose it for you he didn't ask for pictures of me and no. my underwear working on it did he this wasn't so, that guy no so he was very helpful and yes by photos was able to walk us through what the problems were hmm. and he sent us some helpful videos and he's still helping so it was wonderful I, I think what, what happened done. is that pin popped out. Yeah. And that pin began the process of whatever happened. The chain reaction yes. of other things that happened as a result. So I've been working on it. It's got grease. And this is about as archaic. If you think about it, what you do is you crank this up and it takes this hardened steel and it coils it up. And then there's another coil on the other end that limits the speed of how fast it uncoils. It's quite an incredible contraption. Yeah, it's pretty neat. But what we love is the actual phonographs that we get to to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean this is the thing. Yeah. I think it's a it's a I don't know if it's a hobby or re I, I think the last couple of years we've really gotten to love 
um, music from the 40s, the 40s and yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's just, a, I, I think, a wonderful era of music. It really is. And so a lot of what we hear is that. And to have, uh, how many... How many phonographs would you say that we had before last week? The records, we had probably 150 to 200. So um, even if they we had every duplicate of everything that we already had, we'd still have probably 350 more new records. Mm-hmm. But there's so many there that we don't have. Yeah. I'd say very few that were actually duplicates of things. It's an oddball had. thing to be able to get, to get one of these. It's normally four to five dollars yeah. to get one, and the issue is it's one song on each side. Yeah, so you get this two is, songs. For it's that the cost. size of a of an album, but it's really one song. And you have to use a brand new needle for every two songs. Yeah. <laughs> so every record that you put on and listen to side A and side B, you have to have a new needle for the next record. So it it's really you have to be really into it mm-hmm. <laughs> to. To keep investing because it's a it's a constant expense. And so we bought one. We found one that was in relatively good shape it a few was. years ago. Beautiful cabinet, mahogany. Yeah, so it's hand carved, gorgeous floor model. Mm. Not the tabletop. So I've been card. working on it. You could send it away, but it turns out it's probably gone for six months. And it looks like, as much as we criticize Michigan, my home state yeah it seems it, like that's where all the shops are. it does there's very few it's a short list like four or five in the country well, they're a hundred and something yeah. years old yeah there's a lot of them though there's a lot of owners mm. if you go to the victrola website you you can register your your serial number and everything your device there and they keep track of what what ones are still in circulation in working order We've learned so much in the last, I'm almost going to say 48 hours. I think the greatest way to learn about something is to try and repair it. Mm -hmm. And instead of sending it away, we've solicited our in-house maintenance staff (laughs) (laughs) to work on this thing. Interestingly, it's the same staff who monitors our social media yes. and also uh, produces, produces and the edits, audio and edits and, and is also the entertainment. <laughs> yes. And also does tire repair. Yes. So in the middle of all this, I thought it was going well. We put it all back together. It didn't work like we thought. The The spring that holds it and slows it down really isn't engaging, so I've got to take it apart again. So in the middle of all that, kind of in the last week on Friday, as I'm driving to work, the tire light comes on. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not somebody who just looks past things. I panic about anything. It's just what I do. And so as I'm driving to work, which I had to be, it's occasionally I could work from home, like it can happen. Mm -hmm. This wasn't one of those days. Because that was what I said to you when you said, oh, no, I've got tire light on. And I just leveled the air in all the tires in the last 10 days. No, I leveled them. It sounded yeah, like I you said, said it. you said I did I this. That's it what I said. It sounded like you leveled them. Not that I'm opposed to giving you credit for leveling I'm tires. I'm you of what you said to me. <laughs> I just didn't but want you to mind. take credit for what I did. I definitely wasn't. You do everything. 
So I do so few things around here that I need credit for those things. All of them. I need all of them. I can't let anything go by. I was in the middle of direct quoting you. That's, that's good. Okay. That's good. Normally when you direct quote somebody, you're cussing. So I like that direct quote. So I pulled off and looked and I couldn't find which tire. I looked, you know what? It's probably this one. And by the time I got to work and I said, you recently got us signed up for AAA. Yes. Because After of Hayden's incident. Because of the highway incident. Yeah, because I almost got killed. I understand literally that. Literally almost got plowed multiple times just trying to get to his car in the pouring rain because he was in an awkward spot with a flat tire. In that story, I think it was even the title of whatever episode that was. And. So because of that, you went, you know what? I don't ever want to be in this position no. again. Because <laughs> this, this place scary. is crazy. And, and people drive 90 miles an hour normally here. And, and it's at least, I want to say at least once a week, all summer long, that our local news near us has somebody got killed on the side of the road. Yeah. It's ridiculous. People don't pay attention. And they're on they their phones. Or on their phones they're, and they're really drifting onto happening. the shoulder and or they're plowing through people. Here, they're pointing guns at everybody. Right. You've cut somebody off and they're getting ready to shoot you. Yeah, and so sometimes they swerve and lose control. Because they have a gun pointed <laughs> at them. Because they're being shot on and the highway. Welcome to Texas. And we're not exaggerating. So we have AAA now. So that was the first thing I thought about was, okay, good. I pulled into a parking lot. I inspected the tires. Nothing was on the rim or close. I knew that I had inflated all the tires a week earlier. At that point, it was probably eight days earlier. And this, again, was a week where it poured with rain every day. So this was been a bad week to yeah. break down on the side of the I'm not trying to be old people talking about the weather. <laughs> but what happens here is either it doesn't rain for, for three months, months yeah, or it rains five inches in two and a half days. Yeah. That's what happens yeah, here. We've had daily flash flood warnings. I, I don't understand it. You so that's it. Two hours on Friday night pushing water away from the house because the back porch was flooded up to the back door. Yeah, I have friends in DFW that have water in their house. It's crazy. So, so this tire thing happened. I went to work. I watched it all day. I didn't have a gauge with me, but it wasn't flat when I went home. So I made it home, and I, as I'm working on the Victrola today, I go, I need to go look at this tire. My thought was, if it was flat, I would have called AAA. We'd have had something happen Friday. I could have had it serviced uh -huh. in a way. What do we get for AAA? Like three? Yeah, three per person. Three um, emergency calls, roadside assistance calls a year. I think if you're in a big area, this seems to be a smart. What was the cost of that? Oh, it wasn't that much. I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't a lot. Well, you're like high $100 class. $100 or We're something. I mean, it wasn't people. that much. I mean, and we, we put three adults on. $100? Yeah, something like that. Something like it that. It wasn't much. And I think about versus dying. Yeah, because it only takes once. Yeah, it does. It only <laughs> takes once. You don't need three trips for that. No. It's just one time takes care of that. Yeah. So I made it home, and I'm working on the, the Victrola motor for, a, I don't know, probably five hours today. and. I was impressed, and I thought it worked, and, and then I put it up, and it didn't. You greased it and thought, oh, we're all back together. Yeah. And yeah no. You have to grease this thing, like literally like grease. With like motor oil, motor grease. Yeah, grease. So, I mean, this is – it's quite a contraption. Mm -hmm. 
So I've decided I'm just going to go out and I'm going to have some success with something. Let's go fix the tire. So we go out there. There's a, There literally is a screw in the tire. It is what we would call a a in the electrical world. It's a screw that we would use to put a box on a metal stud. It's it's probably a quarter inch long. It's um it's not a self tapping screw, but it's in my tire. It's like crud. I already knew this, so I went out and got the grease for the motor, and I picked up a tire plug kit. I haven't plugged a tire in fifteen years. Um. So we got home, and um, I had all that. And I said, I'm going to have something with some success. So I got the boy and said, you know what? I'm going to show you how to – I'm going to show you what happens when we plug a tire. So I had you help me for literally zero seconds. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I I was going to back up the vehicle, and you would just tell me when to stop when the tire – And as soon as I got out there, you go, oh, there it is. Never mind. I just moved it once. I turned the tire and moved it once. So he was out there and at least saw me do it. I think there's things you should probably know how to do. Mm-hmm. What's the cost if you went and had a tire patched? Oh, it's not much. I mean, I I couldn't even tell you what it costs now because we always, once we've replaced the tires on a vehicle, I always get road hazard insurance. Mm. And so we don't pay. Every time we get it patched, it's covered by the road, well, like road it's hazard time. insurance. I it's l- a big deal around here. Everybody's got stuff in their tires. I can't tell me flat tires Hayden has had. Every tire on his car has been flat at some mm. point. He well, gets the, stuff in his tires all the time. The, he drives so far. The ability. So by the time we started, it took me longer to pull the compressor out and do all of that than it did to actually plug the tire. Yeah, so, I learned how to do all that when I was in high so school. I my pull- dad made me learn to do everything on my car. So I pulled him out there and I didn't want him to necessarily do this one because he's not necessarily ready. But I wanted him to see how it was done so that um, when he did it, he could plug a tire. Mm-hmm. So it, it literally took, I don't know, five to six minutes. So I assume this was going to be like an hour issue, but it didn't happen. So it was good. Cool. So I wanted to at least have some success in something today. Because it's just been kind of a crazy week. <laughs> it really has. We'll get more into that. So what we found out this week, and we'll talk about it in the rest of the podcast, is there is another surgery <laughs> in our future. Coming for me. Yeah, so that's going to be the case. and so At least it's the kind of surgery we're familiar with. <laughs> well, I guess if that's, if that's the case. And so. I have a monopoly on these kinds of surgeries. Yeah, and I think, and you, and you know, we're kind of sitting around and you never know. We don't plan too much what we're talking about here. It kind of jots some notes down about what happened during the week. But I think you played a clip for us this week that was a little interesting. Um, maybe t- tonight. And I think maybe it's something to talk about um, as far as, you know, loss and. Yeah. Um, and just what it takes for people and recovery and this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So we'll maybe talk about a little of that, but I think it's mostly your surgery. Stick around. Stay tuned for the rest of that. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. 
or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials, or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.